You see, always catch me fixing my hair. <laughs> Welcome to another episode. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Love, Lust, and Badass. So I am CEO Hayes in the building with my sexy ass co-host. That is the lovely Miss AJ Badass Jones. What's going on? Uh, I'm here. I'm here. Another great week. The weather is getting warmer. Yeah, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing all right. I got so I've been literally I kind of tweeted it out, but I know you didn't see it because you didn't comment on it. My dick got grabbed by elderly woman today, like and not even like accidentally, like full on dick grab. Like I'm like, did you listen? Did you hear me say grab a dick? Because now I feel like bad for giving that advice because she full on (laughs) just grabbed my dick. That's what happens when you put that karma out. <laughs> you don't know what's listening, is listening, and they're like, you know what, shit, he says that all the time. Let me take his advice. Was she, like, was she a good-looking older lady? No, she was like 60-plus. So you know what I do for a living, right? So I, um, ever since I took over the branch, my own branch, like I actually deal with customers. Like I used to kind of be behind the scenes. I actually deal with clients, now. I have my own clients. So I was helping this lady with her mortgage. My traditional thing is... I stand up and I shake whoever's hand after whatever deal we do. I shook her hand. She moved her hand from my hand to my ball. She full on balls in her hand immediately. Are you getting like a bonus for the field? Like, <laughs> like you need some compensation. Like that shit's not okay. What, I didn't wow. even have on the gray dress pants. Like Damn. that's what's happening over in Columbus. eh? Holy shit. <laughs> shit gets oh real. God. Shit apparently gets real. Um, so, like, do you have to see her again for business? She's she's technically my client, so yes. Now I can't pass. I can't pass her off. I mean, I could pass her off to someone else, but then I'm like, you out. That's gonna be the next thing. She's either gonna come in dressed in something sexy, and she's gonna attempt to do it again, or she's gonna inv- like she's just gonna invite you to have coitus with her because she's old so we can say coitus like it's not even sex she's going to invite you to come and rough up her old garden and plow her field yeah i'm, I'm good on that homie i'm really good on that like <laughs> I, I, I like i was so uncomfortable now i know what people mean when they say like like when something happens like they freeze and they don't know what to do because i'm sitting there like this chick just grabbed my balls like it's deep man so i so uh, a very good friend of mine, we've been friends for years and years and years. So he recently had open heart surgery. Um, so I went to go visit him and, you know, like he's out of the hospital now and everything. And we went to we went to lunch and I'm not sure how the conversation came up about pegging. But he looked me in my face, CJ, and said to me, Jones, you know, if you want to peg me, you can. Right. I just about fucking dropped my fork. I was like, what? Mm. he's like yeah he's like honestly like i like the thought of that like if it's you like he's like obviously it couldn't be something that's like big you know i would have to choose the app and we had this full-on conversation cj when i tell you i've known this man for over 15 years and this has never ever ever come up but because i told him about the podcast and all these things and the show and whatever whatever i i don't know like it's just weird and that's the thing i worry about too because so like for example when i was i took off work for that friday to drive down to dc 
And like everyone in my job is like, well, what, what are you taking off for? You know, just casual conversation, not to be nosy. And I worry about bringing up the podcast, not because I'm ashamed of what we talk about, because as we talked about, I'm not at all. But I worry about like, is somebody going to see that as an opportunity to be like, oh, well, like. They are. I, I promise you they are. And it's really weird because it, it almost pushes people to this level of comfort. Like, okay, well, they talk about sex all the time. Like CJ talks about sex. Fuck, I can, I can say anything to him. You know what I mean? And he's not going to be offended by it or we can talk about whatever. But people don't understand. There's still a line in the sand that, you know what I mean? It's like you and I cross that line because it's me and you. But with other people, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. It doesn't work that way. Yeah, it's just all kind of weird it's deep man it's it's weird but um love love lust lust and battle So enough of my trauma. We can go ahead and move on from that. This is something way more positive. Something we haven't done in a while. We've kind of gotten away from this. And this is iTunes reviews. And reading our, our most recent iTunes reviews, we actually have do, 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 four new iTunes reviews. So I'm going to start from the oldest to the newest. I thought it was three. It's actually four. Okay. All right. So this first one is from Rican Black Chica. Puerto Rican and black. I need to see that. Um, nonetheless, um, this one is, huh? Hype is Puerto Rican and Jamaican. She would be. Listen, and I and I don't know if she listens. And we joke all the time. You see me say like my queen hype. Not only is she really really pretty, but her her just straightforward attitude is is really refreshing. Like I she there is no if ands or buts. You don't. A question how she feels she is just she gives it to you yeah if she doesn't agree with you she tells you that shit if she if she loves you she tells you that shit like she just whatever it is she just gives it to you yeah. love her i love her <laughs> she she really brightens up my timeline um so i mean maybe this is her maybe it isn't but this one is i happen to stumble upon this podcast and i'm not mad at it at all great open dialogue on sex and relationships five-star review See, pretty straightforward. I think some people like struggle on what to write, and it really you don't have to write that much. We do appreciate all reviews. Thank you for that. Uh, we're gonna get into the next one. This one is for lover of romance, and for many of podcast listeners who are also podcasts, she's kind of gotten into the podcast community, and she is really supportive of really everyone. Like she, she's jumped in and started listening to a lot of the podcasts uh, that are around us and that we're connected with. Um, this one is I discovered this podcast was looking for one to listen to about relationships and intimacy and discovered this one. And I am so thrilled I stumbled across it. I have listened to many podcasts and many I love. However, this podcast is addicting, empowering, full of charm and delights to savor. These two hosts have such powerful chemistry and their advice is full of intellect, sincerity and honest. I love every single episode. I've learned so much from these two. 
and it's a must listen for every adult who wants to make a success in their relationship, both present and future. A podcast that is breathtaking in its delights and keeps you smiling all day long. May this podcast grow and benefit in in the years to come. That is a great fucking review. Great. That's beautiful. Wow. Thank you so much. Holy jeez. Exactly. Like, <laughs> no, that was, that was really Like, cool. if I, like I, I want her to write my obituary. Right. Like I really do. Uh, <laughs> no, but uh anyone who knows, uh, check out Lover Romance. She actually is a blog writer as well, so she is really, really dope. Uh we definitely thank you for that as well. We love you. Um this next one is Spook's mom. Whoever Spook is, if your mom listens to this, she is about that life. Um, <laughs> I stumbled across LLBAS through Twitter. Someone I followed recommended it, and I have not regretted the choice to listen. The hosts, AJ and CJ, are warm, professional, and no-nonsense when something needs to be said. They also infuse the show with a sense of fun and joy. Their advice is common sense and realistic. These folks have lived it and are so open and willing to show their love, their love battle scars. That's a, I like that. Love battle scars. That's real. You leave the hour of listening with a sense of encouragement and inspiration to live and love your best life. Highly, highly recommend. It's like an intimate conversation with your best male and female friend. I like that. Listen, I'm, I'm feeling I'm feeling real fresh right now reading these reviews. I just, you know, I mean, I may be feeling myself a little bit, but yeah. Hey. <laughs> um, and the last one, this one is from A Star Thirteen. I discovered this just recently, and I'm scrambling to catch up. I really enjoy the vibe and dynamic between CJ and AJ. I love AJ's voice. And and how she switches dialects, the grown and sexy topics in real life and world type advice is the bomb. I also love the self love, self esteem, and living your best life practices. AJ, ah, that's nice. I mean, people seem to like us. You know, we may stick around for a little while. Maybe just a little while, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. Nice. No, um, I, I don't know how to express how much we appreciate people just taking time out to not only just listen to us, but that people actually absorb and digest what it is that we, um, what we say and, and, you know, the advice, the witty banter, you know, when we kick off about things and whatever, like, it's just, I don't know. It's overwhelming sometimes to think that there are so many people out there that listen to us and really value and appreciate what we say. Um, and those types of reviews just, it's like the icing on the cake. So for everyone who has written a, a review, you know, like on behalf of CJ and I, and no CJ is going to say something too, but thank you. Like there aren't enough thank yous that I could say. It's just, it's beautiful and it's moving and it's touching and so very appreciated. Absolutely. And I think that um, we, we put a lot of work in this podcast, a lot of ideas, but it's, it's, it's really made easy because we are just being us. And the fact that you guys have really embraced us, for just being ourselves is is what makes it this all worth it. We don't have to fake or put on a persona or anything like that, even though we have our nicknames like this is really, truly us. And I think that the people who've gotten to go to our live event have seen seen that. I think that once they see that it's genuine, like everything you hear on the podcast is 100 percent us and genuine. I think it adds another another dynamic to it. And, you know, you guys keep us going and we've had such support really since we launched and it's just i don't know how other podcasts when they're launched like how quick the support comes but we've had it really quick and early on and for it to continue almost two years in is just it's really humbling and we love you guys 
All right. Um, oh, another thing to announce. By the time you guys hear this episode, you will be able to buy Love Lust and Badass Soul merch on the BreaksMediaNetwork.com. Yes. Yes. So, so yeah, so finally, I know I, I kind of posted the prototypes for it a little while ago, but it's now finally going to be available. So get your Love Lust and Badass Soul shirts and merch. Um Right, right now, when you guys probably see, we'll probably just have a black and white T-shirt up first. But AJ had a great idea to also do tank tops, so I'll be working on adding that very soon as well. So definitely go and check that out. It's gonna be exciting. It's, it's, yeah, it's gonna be crazy. <laughs> With us getting ready to jump into the topics, Lord, do we have a great one to start off? So a couple of weeks ago on the episode, we talked about child support and how in some states. Um, you can be proven to not be the biological father, but if you do sign the birth certificate, you still have to pay child support. And as I'm, I think I mentioned it when we were recording it, that um, one of our biggest supporters, uh, Christian, actually does work in the child support department. I said, you know, maybe she'd be able to um, add a little more clarity, clarity to this. And she did email you, AJ. Um, do you have the email up or do you? I do. Um, so it reads, hey, my favorite professional perverts. I listened to the last episode and CJ was correct. Once an AOP, which is an affidavit of parentage, is signed, the father has 72 hours to retract the signature. Most hospitals will do something called a PATH, which is a paternity at the hospital, which allows paternity to establish to be established before a signature is completed. Once the AOP is in and the order goes effective, the non-custodial parent, who is the dad, would have to sue the mom for monies remitted during the duration of the case. They almost never find in favor of the father. At most, they just close the case out. In Virginia, when this happens and the dad goes to court, they will dismiss any interest on the support, but he almost never gets his money back. Like, and I'm going to say the same thing I said the last when we actually discussed it. I think that's some bullshit because this is my thing, right? The reality is you have women who pin a child on a man. In Jamaica, we call it a jacket. I don't know what they call it in America, but you, you have people who are giving people who don't belong to them to people. And you have people, you know, you have a man who generally wants a child, is convinced that the child is his, has signed on without any questions, paid child support for 18 years, only for a bomb to be dropped on him that the picky doesn't belong to him. And this is something that's happened to a friend of mine. And now he's in, CJ, the, the length that this man has gone to, he got married to his friend to prove to prove that he has a supportive family so that he can still send for the child that's in Jamaica that's not his two paternity tests in and the let me not cuss the child the young lady's mother is still saying that the courts are wrong they need to she needs to be there when they do the test because somebody's screwing up something what and he can't get like not that he wants his money back or whatever but you have some dads who you know they genuinely and sincerely feel it in their heart that they've taken on this child that's not theirs they're, they're upset and angry at the mom. She's duped him. He's put out all this money, you know, and in some circumstances, like when she's still being a bitter bitch, even though he's paying his child support or whatever, he can't get any of that back. And there are no repercussions for the woman who has done this. And I, I, I don't support that shit in any way, shape or form. The same way that we get in people's asses about deadbeat dads and whatever the case may be, why the fuck are we not penalizing the women who are, are who are who are lying, willfully lying to these men and giving them children that aren't theirs and making them to believe that this child is theirs? Like I, I don't get it. I, I I I don't support it. No time. Are you good? Are you good? 
<laughs> um, no, but I, I can understand the frustration. It just it really doesn't make any sense. And I would like to I know uh, Christian added a lot of clarity onto it and we appreciate you for that. Now, I kind of wish if we have any lawyers that listen to us, what's the legal precedent or reason to hold a yeah. father to pay child support for a kid after it's proven that they're not theirs? Like what? what why is that? Why is why is that legal? That doesn't even seem like it, it should be. It just it's 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 un I don't get it. It's just unfair. It's just unfair. I, on so many levels, it just it doesn't make any sense. So because you sign this, and, and this is the, the for me, this is the stupid part about it, right? When you fill out a birth certificate and you don't list the father of the child, you can go back in and have it notarized and amended to include the the father of the child and change the child's last name. If you want to legally change a child's last name, you can amend the birth certificate, have it notarized and have it changed. So why the fuck is it that you can't opt out of being the the, the considered the, the other parent of the child when biologically and legally and scientifically it's been proven that you're not the child's father, but you still have financial responsibility. How the fuck does that happen? How? Because you signed this piece of paper? Are you dumb? Like, are they dumb? Oh my gosh, sorry. We got to move on because my blood pressure is going up. <laughs> I can tell. Well, uh, let us know how you guys feel about it. Like I said, if anyone who's been in this situation or anything, we would really like to continue this conversation because it's 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 just an interesting, just. I don't know. I just I just don't get why things are the way that they are that way. But, you know, everything isn't for me uh, to know. I guess they pay people that are supposedly way smarter than us to make these type of decisions. But, you know, hey. I'm stupid. <laughs> They're not stupid. I'm stupid. I'm stupid. Yeah, Sorry. exactly. Um, well, let's get right into the fuckery, AJ. I don't know if you're ready for it, but I'm ready for it. Um, so this first topic that we have today. Let me let me go ahead and prepare to read this one because Lord have mercy. Um, this one goes, my boyfriend and I have been together five years. He got married last year to a wonderful woman. I helped him pick her ring out and open an account to help him buy it. Here's my question. He visits his visits have dropped back to maybe once Every two weeks, and when I complained, he said the only way he could see me more is if he pretended like he had a part-time job and had money to show for it. How much is fair to give him to have more time with him before you call me stupid? This is my idea. I want to do it. He's worth it. I get an insurance annuity every month for my dad's death and won't even miss the money. This bitch is crazy. Um, I, I read this when you gave it to me, but in this exact moment, listening to you read it, I feel like I should have won a split before we began recording because I'm not able. I'm not able. Okay, so let's break this down. She's been with her boyfriend of five years. Her boyfriend got married. She helped him pick out a ring for the new chick. She's mad now that his visits have dropped down to once every two weeks and is willing to pay him so that he can see her more and fake like he has a part-time job. It has to be easier to find a new man than this. Like, right? Like, Come, wheel it back, wheel it back, wheel it back. <laughs> you set up a bank account and put money in a bank account to help him buy his wife's ring. Yes. Yeah. CJ. And she's willing to pay him with the money from her dad's death. Honey, your dad didn't die so you can pay for so you can pay to be a side chick. 
She said, before you call me stupid. <laughs> it's too late. It was too late at that point anyway. You're a blood clot idiot. You're not even stupid. You're a blood clot idiot. On which bomba clot planet them the things happen? Me want to know, please. You're with a man for five years and he wasn't, he left, sorry, hold on. He left you to go, to, to marry another woman. And you're saying that she's a wonder, like CJ, the piece of cocky that he puts on her to twist up her brain. I want it. I want it. <laughs> God no! If cocky makes you crazy like that till you turn fool this way, I want it. I want some of it. I do, because I want to know what piece of fuck or what breed of fuck he's putting on her to turn her this fool. You want to give this man money to pretend that he has a part time job so that you can see him, sis. When we talk about self love, Lord God, you're like at the bottom of the barrel of self love. You need to stand up and try to look your way out of the darkness because this is just ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. You know how much men are out there? You're there. CJ, come help me, please. Help me. Help me. Help me. Help me. That's all you're saying? I don't don't know. Like, so so there, there are levels of stupidity and fuckery that my brain isn't even ready to comprehend. This happens to be one of them. Like I'm, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. As much crazy shit as we've talked about on this podcast, this shit, I have no way of comprehending how how to even pull out any type of advice. Like you're too far gone. Like I just honestly feel like if you've reached this point, it's it's you're too far. It, it doesn't even matter. So you remember we t- in the episode we talked about the side chick and we had said to her, "You're not even like the side chick. You're the backup to the side chick." She's she's past the backup. Like I don't even know where. And in what category this one ranks, because this is just crazy to me. You're with a man for five years and he chose to be with somebody else. And you're supportive of that relationship. You even helped to purchase a ring for this woman. And now you're considering setting up a bank account to give money essentially to him and his relationship just to be able to see him sometimes. I I just wonder, like, so if she's listening, right, and we're reading this back to her and we're saying it to her, like, do do you hear how stupid it sounds? Like, if your friend said this, this, if your friend gave you this scenario, this is what she should ask herself. If your friend gave you this scenario, what advice would you give to your friend? Would you tell your friend, yes, it's okay, stay? You know, take your good, hard, not even hard-earned money, money from your dad's death, from your dad's passing, to give to some whatless, cutless, dirty crosses man that's married to another woman? Come on, man. Yeah. Sis, you gotta do better. Yeah, you gotta do better. You gotta do, that's just... That's fucking wow. Wow. Yeah, that that's a level of self hate that I can't I don't even mm-hmm. I, I don't have See, God knows not to have put anybody this dumb in my path back when I was worldly. Like seriously, do do you I not know when I was worldly? When I was worldly. <laughs> if I found somebody this dumb, real talk. My no, act listen. You yeah. you willing to pay me part time job money just to see you more than a couple times a week? Listen, listen, I, listen. And the funny so look, so he he's coming out win win. So he's getting more money, right? Obviously, obviously he's going and getting some poom poom and some head and all that good stuff. But this man really has it made. Hold on, and probably gas money when he goes there to see her. And send back, and she probably even he probably even gets a meal in there somewhere, right? And and like, she paid for his wife's ring like that. 
Listen, let's just move on because I I think I'm gonna blow a gasket and my head is already starting to hurt. Like, let's just move on. <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, we gotta. That's. I don't have nothing else on that one. That's just. Yeah, that's a lot of fuckery. Um, let's move on. So the next one is. So after 21 years of an off and on again relationship, my parents are getting married and I'm not pleased in the least, nor is my sister. My parents met 22 years ago and accidentally had me and then decided decidedly two years later had my sister. My parents have never been in a stable relationship and they have been on and off again pretty much since I was 10 years old, going through repeated breakups over the course of my life. Last year, they broke up for the final time and what I or what I thought was the final time to the extent that my dad even began dating another woman. But shortly after that, say three or four months of my mother being distraught, he started staying with my mom and my sister where they live and eventually just became a permanent fixture there. Two weeks ago, they told me they're getting married and I was beyond shocked. They immediately saw the disapproval on my face and began face because I did not hide it. As much as I love my parents, they have a very unhealthy relationship and I really don't want them to be together and I don't know what to do about the situation. What should I do? Exactly. Ah, that's a dicey one. Um, I, I have, well, hmm. at the end of the day, your parents' happiness or not is not predicated on your approval, right? Um, it's not a choice that you get to make. You don't have to be happy about it. You don't have to approve of it. You don't have to love it, like it, or anything else. But you do have to respect the fact that they're your parents, and this is an adult choice that they're making. You may not feel like they're adult enough to make the choice, but the fact still remains that they've made a choice. After everything has gone on, as you said, um, they've decided to be together, and you know, it probably would be in your best interest to try to be supportive of the relationship because it's not going to do you any good to be on the outs with them because they're together. And then the other part of it is like, they've been together essentially, whether it's on and off, they've been together essentially the duration of your life. They're just making it a little bit more official now. Um, yeah, that's, that's a, that's a hard one. Yeah. Yeah. It's, Okay, here's the thing is that you, much like what we talk about with some grown people and like the advice we gave last week with a young lady who whose friend was in a troubled relationship. There's really only so much you can do for grown people, um, take, even taking them being your parents out of it. Some people honestly can't see the mess they're in. They, what's, what's the saying? You can't see the forest through the trees. Yes. And that's that's what this situation is. They are obviously in like a. Uh, codependent type situation and they just keep keep people go back to toxic situations because it's familiar and because it's safe quote unquote and i think that's what this is and unfortunately they're old enough to probably know better but you you're, there's almost nothing you can do to change if they don't see it you can't see it for them so there's really nothing you can do them, you can't make them stop you know it's kind of like it almost feels like the shoes on the other foot you know what i mean so like as parents when we say to our kids oh, I don't like that guy that you're dating. Stop seeing him. Or I don't like that guy. He's not good for you. I don't like that girl. She's not good for you. I don't like that girl that you're dating. Except it's harder to do it to your... It's harder to... It would be easier if either of her parents were dating someone new where she could say, like, I don't like your new boyfriend. I don't like your new girlfriend. But how do you tell one parent or either of your parents that you don't like them together 
you know what I mean? And, yeah. and they're the ones who like it's it, it makes it a little bit weird. But for me personally, the best advice that I can give you is like, you know, be there for their wedding, be supportive of their nuptials. You know, if it pains you to be around them on a regular and consistent basis, like don't um, don't uh, remove yourself entirely from their lives, but give yourself time frames of interaction so that it's also not emotionally and mentally draining on you, you know? So don't, yeah, like don't necessarily stay away from them, but also limit, limit your interactions for a healthy amount of time so that you can manage as well, you know? Um, And you, you need to do, I don't know if you need to meditate. I don't know if you need to see a therapist, but there's some stuff that you clearly need to unpack about your emotional, um, the, the way that you feel mentally and emotionally about your parents and just sort of that whole relationship, because it sounds like a very dysfunctional life to have grown up in. Um, but at some point in time, you have to let go and, and allow them to make continue to make whatever mistakes they're going to make and not be emotionally attached to that, even if they are your parents, because it's unhealthy for you. Yeah. And, and it sucks. Like, I think something that we like when it's family in general, especially your parents, it's hard. But for anything that's toxic to you, you kind of got to separate yourself from, and I'm, I would never say completely cut your parents off, but it, you you don't have to deal with that shit. You really don't. Truly and honestly, you don't have to deal uh, with it. And if it's causing you a lot of grief, find a way to love them, even if it needs to be from a distance for a while. And not to say forever, but if it allows you a chance to kind of process and step away, and that way you can look at their situation differently or Whatever else can come with that. If you need time to take it and process it, don't be afraid to take that because you owe yourself that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, this next topic is going to get a bit shitty. So this one goes, okay, so my husband is turning me off. We've been married for two months. What should I do? He wears white briefs. When I washed his clothes, the whole seat of his underwear had brown stains in them. It made me sick. Then once I was riding him, then after we were done, he got up and there was a brown streak where his ass had been on the bed. So I finally got some personal cleaning cloths and put them on top of the toilet. He never touched them. I finally mentioned the personal cleaning cloths. He got pissed and screamed in my face. He told me that a real man doesn't go in between his cheeks or spread them open for anything. Men do not spread their cheeks to wipe or clean. Nothing goes between them. What needs to happen here? Suggestions, advice, no bashing. Oh, fuck all that. Um. <laughs> no, I was saying like in, in, in my whole life and all my experiences, I've, I've never, you know, okay, let me not say that. I've heard once like men who are in jail, who are afraid of being raped, won't wipe their ass and they will leave shit in their ass to discourage um, being raped. From that perspective, I get it, but mm. I feel like something happened to him. There, there's something that happened to him to create this trauma because just that just doesn't make any sense. Like you're walking around, like on so many levels, there's so many things wrong with that. Okay, so for personal hygiene, you're walking around with fecal matter. You're walking around with waste byproducts from your body lodged inside of your ass, right? Infections, sores, the smell, uh... I just, yeah, I don't understand. You know, she's good to even be having sex with him, knowing that this man doesn't clean his body well. It just doesn't make any sense. But I feel like something traumatic might have happened to him in a, at a younger age um, in order for him to feel this way, because that just doesn't, 
that just doesn't make any sense at all. Like, at all. <laughs> when you're a child and you go to the bathroom, before you learn how to wipe your ass properly, someone's cleaning your ass for you, right? So it's not like you haven't gone your whole life without wiping your ass. Like, this has to be something that happened as, like, TJ, come. <laughs> I, oh, my gosh. Uh, I, listen, <laughs> it's, it, this is, like, as a grown-ass man, how do you feel comfortable admitting that you don't wipe your fucking ass. Like, let's like just dead serious. I don't give a damn. It, it, like spreading your. How do you not wipe your ass after you take a shit? But then I'm wondering too, like when you bathe, like you don't. Okay, so even if you don't like to the feeling of of opening up your ass, he just let he just ass. lets the water run down the crack of his ass and doesn't actually get in there. Water is washing down your legs. <laughs> That that brown water. That's what like. There's so much to unpack here, and I know they said don't bash. Suggest the suggest. You can't make a grown man wash his ass if he chooses not to. There's no suggestions there. The oh, the, the nigga's filthy. He needs counseling because there's something that he needs to unpack. I guarantee you, there is some trauma because you cannot tell me that this grown man for the duration of his life has not at any point picked up a, a piece of toilet paper and wipe out him body with him shit. That, I, I cannot believe that. Something had to have happened to this man in order for him to feel this way because it just doesn't make sense. Either that or there was an example of someone in his life where something happened to them where they've told him, you know, much like um, the epi- a couple of episodes ago when we were talking about the young man whose father told him, whose grandfather told him, that, you know, if a woman is crying, it's because she wants sex and that's the way to fix the problem. So, you know, even if she's telling you no, you give it to her because she really doesn't mean no. It's one of those, there's there's some something influential in a negative way happened to this person where they now believe that it's not okay for a man to wipe his ass because that makes him gay. There, there's something happened. He needs counseling to unpack that because that's not only just nasty <laughs> on a romantic level, but on a hygiene and physical level, like you're risking your body getting sores and all them things. They like it's waste from your body sitting in the crack of your ass in a in a dark, moist place. Mold and fungus will grow there, sir. In addition to the shit. Hello. Mm. Nah, man. That's uh, you. Can you imagine when he when he thrusts and gets his stroke on the smell? <laughs> can you imagine that? No. Could you imagine as a, as a woman trying to suck his dick and give him head Ooh. and a walk of that hit your nose? Oh, my God. I'd stab him. Like, God, no, I'd stab him. Worse to know that he doesn't wipe his body, I, I would stab him. <laughs> Sorry. That's just, I've never heard of anything like that in my life, ever. Like I said, outside of, like, you know, a rape mindset, if you're going to jail, where, you, you know, I've heard it said, you keep shitting your ass to keep the men out of your ass or keep other people. But... He needs therapy. the The suggestion would be he needs therapy. Yeah. Ooh, that's just nasty, nasty. Okay, let's move on to the next one. AJ, you got this one. So this is a listener submitted question. Man, oh man. Hi AJ. Hi CJ. Oh, I've been. Oops, sorry. Give me one sec. I've been dating. 
I've been dating my man secretly for over a year, and I am now ready to introduce him to my children and my family. However, I am scared beyond scared because he is 25 years younger than I am. I am 49, and he is 24. But we've been in a consistent and loving relationship for more than a year, and he makes me very happy. My biggest problem is he is the same age as my second oldest son and Mm. younger than eldest daughter. I know they're going to disapprove, but I don't want to continue to hide my love because they keep trying to set me up on dates that I'm not interested in going on. My love is a very mature man for his age. He is gainfully employed, owns his own home, has a car, and is very focused on building a secure future for us. And he doesn't care about our age difference. He never has. He said that he is prepared for the fact that my family and especially my children not approving of our relationship, but he says it's time and I agree. I just don't know how to tell them. Any advice or suggestions that the two of you have would be greatly appreciated. Peace and blessings and continue to do the fabulous job that you are doing with your podcast. Congratulations and I wish you much success here. We're hoping to come out to your Atlanta show. Respectfully, B. Well, I hope you can definitely come out to the show. Um, As far as this one i think you have to love and live for you even if like as long as the person you're with is treating you right is fulfilling you mentally physically all that stuff and is just like i said loving you and treating you right that's all you owe you don't owe an explanation to anyone else on why you're with him their feelings on it i get it it would it can be weird i i can understand that with him being the same age as your children but at the same time your happiness is your own and you owe it to yourself to be happy Yes, you're absolutely right. Um, this one uh, hits home for me because of you're a cougar and, and, you, and, I, and you and you bust them, bust them down. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but she, yeah, she and I are uh, close in age, and um, so my eldest young person is 24, and I've had um, young men, you know, express interest and desires. And, um, you know, they're, they're desired and wanting to date and get to know me and to build a relationship. And, and I've turned people down because in my mind, I'm like, you're the same age as my kid. Even though he's not a kid, like he's a young adult, it's still kind of weird. And, and I, I, I don't know, like it's a struggle because it's like you want your happiness, but you also want your family to love the person that you love. And it's really difficult when you know that, you know, there's that kind of hitch um, that the man that you're sleeping with is the same age as your son. It makes it a little bit weird, but you're, you're 110% right, CJ. Like you have to, they're adults at the end of the day. You know, they're not small, small children, they're adults. Um, And he loves you, you know, and, and love in this day and age, genuine and sincere love in this day and age is not easy to come by. And a relationship where the person is focused on building a future with you is not easy to come by. And the fact that you guys have taken time and spent time getting to know each other for, you know, more than a year. Um, and it's not to say that you're rushing into marriage, but you're, you're taking the appropriate steps to say, okay, like we've built this for a year now. Now we want to include the people that we love and to let them, you know, know what's going on and to share our joy with them as well. I think it's a beautiful thing. You know, you just have to be emotionally and mentally prepared for pot- potential backlash because there there might be you have to be mentally and emotionally prepared for the disapproval because there might be they might also surprise you and say you know what mom as long as you're happy and he treats you good we don't care what his age is because the truth is you could be with someone who's you know 
five and 10 years older than you and they're shitty and have no ambition and have, you know, they lack consistency and they're not focused on fuck all except jumping in your boom boom, right? You, you have to just trust it and take a leap of faith. And if nothing else, just believe in your love. Um, if it is that they don't approve, then, you know, it, it, it is what it is and it's going to be what it's going to be. They're not living your life for you and they can't make your heart happy and they can't, um, they can't be in a relationship with you for the rest of your life. They're your kids. They're always going to be your kids. It's your family. They're always going to be your family. But when I say they can't be in a relationship, they're not blowing in your face at nighttime. They're there, not there at night hugging you up when you're crying. They're not there waking up in the morning with you in the bed with your money and breath. They're not there sitting down drinking coffee with you and talking about, you know, what you're going to do and hang out. They have their lives, right? And they're living their happiness and they're living their truths and they're doing what it is that they want to do. It's time for you to do the same. And if this man makes you happy, more power to you. <laughs> really? Uh, no, because I agree with everything you said. Let me just say that I agree with every single thing you said, and it's going to be uncomfortable. But I would, I would like to think that, and you know, you called me optimist last episode, which people would be surprised to hear hear me call that. But all jokes aside, you would think that, yeah. It may be uncomfortable at first, but as your family sees how the way he treats you and sees the fact that you're legitimately happy. All right. I mean, honestly, I can honestly say now. And of course, being younger, I'm, I'm 32 now. If my mom wants to date someone that was my age, I'll be like, oh, we can kick it. Shit. Really? Like, I, re- I really honestly it wouldn't bother me at all. It, it really, truly, honestly wouldn't bother me anymore. Like I was like 22. I probably definitely be like, oh, who this nigga think he is. But. At this point now, it's all about my mom's happiness. And if you make my mom happy, I don't, I really don't, I don't even care what age you are. As long as you're legal and my mom ain't finna go to jail, we good. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So what if your mom wanted to date someone that was half her age and someone that was younger than you, like closer to your younger sister's age, closer to the twins age? I mean, same thing applies. I don't, I am so at the point now where I don't give a fuck. As long as you treat my mama right and I ain't got to put my hands on you. I'd honestly probably enjoy the fact if you were my age. Because then if I do have to beat your ass, I don't feel like I'm beating up the elderly. I can't deal with you right now. Really? Just being honest. (laughs) Hold on. Because I'm just processing what you should like. At least I wouldn't have to be beaten on the elderly. Okay. Well, I mean, that's fair. Yeah. I don't know. Like there's, we're in a world now where there's so much topsy turvy relationships and, you know, people out here looking for the wrong things, people out here, you know, sending mixed messages, people out here, you know, doing people wrong and all these kind of things, right? If you have an opportunity at genuine and sincere and true love, take it, you know, because it's not something that, that comes by every day. And if the person truly makes your spirit happy, then that's what you do. There is, um, there is a, a, a couple, um, they're like celebrities and he was 19 when he met his wife to be, and she was, I think almost 30 years older than him. And they've been together for fuck, like at least 12 years. They've got two kids, you know, um, he legally adopted to become the stepfather, like of, of her first two children. And they, she said like, you know, it was weird at first because he was so young, 
but they just connected and they just clicked. And, you know, people said, oh, it wouldn't last. And it was just a fly by night because he was a young man. You know, he was just trying to, you know, get the, the, um, the props of sleeping with an older woman, but their relationship has stood the test of time and has stood longer than a lot of relationships of people who are the same age. Um, they just vibed and they gelled and they connected. And, you know, she always says like, he's got a, an older spirit and all, whatever it is, you know, but the truth of the matter is when you find love and it's genuine and it's sincere and the person loves you and respects you and they're consistent and their focus is your happiness and your well being, And they're looking at building a future with you, sis, be happy, be happy. Cause your kids are living their lives. Live yeah. yours. Yeah. Live it. Live it. Get, let that little nigga blow your back out. Shit. I can't do it. Really? Shit. All right. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's just funny this next one aj what the fuck this is the last one for today actually uh what the fuck is wrong with people I- i'll let you read this one because i just i know the accent is going to come out and i needed to on this one so go ahead <laughs> couple hospitalized after man gets his head stuck in his wife's vagina so a couple was transported to the hospital in a very awkward position uh, after a man somehow got his head stuck in his wife's vagina during <laughs> Tom and Janice Morrison, a young couple from a small town in Greensboro, Alabama, called 911 around 10 p.m. Uh, asking for an ambulance. So the operator who took the call said she thought it was a joke when the man explained the situation. The woman, she said that the woman told me that her husband had fallen and that his head was now stuck in her her vaginal cavity. And the woman, the, the operator said she really thought it was a joke, like it was teen prank. So she's like, you know, despite whatever, she sent the ambulance anyways, because it's a 911 call, it gets recorded. Even if it's a hoax or whatever, you still send it in the event that, you know, so they send paramedics, paramedics there. And then they rapidly realized the situation was in fact true. I guess... CJ, I don't even know what breed of fuckery them people did that do, but they claimed to have been lying naked on their bed, and they were, sorry, they were lying naked on the, when paramedics arrived, they were lying on the bed, uh, partially covered in blood, because I guess the man's head was lodged in her in such a way that every time he tried to pull his head out, she just kept kept screaming in pain, um, because half his face was buried in her, and he was having difficulty breathing, so they got them on a stretcher in the the, the precarious position that they were in, and took them to the hospital. Um, so according to doctors, they were told that, you know, both could suffer post from post-traumatic stress syndromes after. So this is the craziest shit about it. Okay. It's even crazier. Incidents like this are very frequent. According to data collected by the U S department of health, 3,213 couples were transported to the hospital and hospitalized for the same problem in 2015, in 2016, almost 4,000, the number went up. Um, CJ, first of all, you remember when uh, on a couple of episodes ago, someone had asked, what's the, the craziest thing someone has ever said about your sex? And I said that somebody told me that I have cheating pum pum, because I'm a pum pum tight. <laughs> I want to know what the loose pussy girl you have to be for a grown man, CJ, not a baby, not a small grapefruit-sized head, a grown man's head inside of your pum-pum, and it got stuck in there? Bitch, what were you doing? How big and loose is your pussy that a man's head 
not a fist, not a couple of fingers, not a big. I met CJ. I'm looking at you and the size of your head. Damn. Your head being locked <laughs> inside my vagina. Uh, you be done. My head is big as shit. Like, <laughs> um, well, I mean, looking at this guy's head, his head wasn't that big. So, I mean, he has that going for himself. But my thing is, like, so, like, did he put a shower cap on first? Like, so that way the hair doesn't get in the way? Like, how much how much lube did he put on his head to get it in? Like, I just, I have all types of questions that are just, like, fisting is already, like, seeing videos of people being fisted is already, like, well, how the fuck? A whole entire human head? A full-grown size man's human head. It's different when it's a baby and you're ovulating. Well, not ovulating. When you're dilated and, and whatever and they come out. Like, you are just a regular, smeggler woman and a whole-ass, grown-ass man's head was inserted. My thing is, is like, at what point does sex stop becoming enjoyable where you're like, you know what, babe? I need you to stick your head in me. Not No, not that head. Your actual head in me. And how does that conversation go? And, and the thing is, he's not bald. So it's like, okay, <laughs> when I'm thinking about, okay, so if he was bald, I could understand the lube and it's sliding around and maybe you pushed a little too hard and you slipped. But even still, CJ, f- f- walk with me with this one, right? You're not sucking on her clit. You're not sucking on her pussy. Your head is actually at the vaginal opening trying to do what exactly? Like push and force your way in through. And then it's like, okay, at what point... Like, sorry, even before his head gets stuck in there, at what point do you realize that this was not such a good idea? Mm. And then, like, I'm thinking, like, you know, the gradual steps. Okay, so you start with a finger, then two, then three, then four. Then you add a full fist. Then you say to yourself, babe, this is not enough. You know, when you talk about loose walls, that gives a whole fucking new meaning to loose walls. I just don't understand. Like, you could cheat. You see, when I think that I'm a freak and I like some kinky shit and we talk about- It's always some shit that makes you you second guess how much of a freak you are, right? I don't feel bad. When I have to say people to people, like, I like blood, and we're not going to talk about why I like blood and all that kind of stuff, these kind of situations, I don't feel bad. I feel like I'm lightweight compared to that shit. I can't imagine, imagine any man's head lodged in my vagina. I, I just don't get it. Let's let, look, look, look. This is what we need to do. I feel like for the next demonstration, we need to figure this out. I'll, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna put on my do rag, right? And then we're gonna, we're gonna go ahead and look. No, 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 we're finished. Because I don't know whose do rag is going on. Anybody's here to demonstrate what? Are the only two demonstrations where I got tech kids. Are you? Have you lost your mind? Listen, look at it. Look at it this way. Look at it this way. We will be no. connected on a level nobody's ever connected with you before. No, right. I like being able to quit my pum pum. I like In Atlanta. <laughs> who, who? When? 
DJ, try your best, please. Try your best. Don't don't let me carry. You see how you made me wild out right now and I'm carrying on crazy people <laughs> like, like some mother or something? No, no, no. There'll be no demonstrations of any kind. No fisting, no fingering, no no nothing. Hello. Hi. No. No. Absolutely not. <laughs> so this is what you do, right? So when we're up on stage, like, so you know those the same like straps they give you when they give you a pap smear. I just need you to just want to bring those. <laughs> All right, no, somebody I look for ramp with. I somebody I look for ramp with. Really? Who? When? When is that happening? I don't even like the blood clot here much less. It's for tics, somebody I go push up them head inside of my Who? Who sees it? Oh happening? my god! Somebody come. Like CJ, please, because I can't believe it right now. Somebody come collect this man, please, please. I'm not able. I'm not able to I'm That's dead. Bad. I am dead. Woo. You hear the things that you suggested me for my blood pressure to go up? <laughs> you don't love me. You don't love me. It's because you don't love me. That's why. I'm not oh. After today's episode, absolutely. You want me to be. Could you imagine? I'm sitting on your shoulders and your head is lodged in my back. <laughs> no, no, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. I feel like we should do that. I feel like that would be like something that nobody like. We can definitely say we've broken new ground. Nobody's ever done that in podcasting before. The only thing that would be breaking is my. Listen to me. The only thing that would be broken would be my vagina, and we're not doing that in in life. No time. I've passed out two kids. Things go in one direction, and if it's going in the other direction, it's something that's pleasurable, and that's not pleasure. I want to know how they got his head out of her vagina. Like that's what like did they have to do an episiotomy like and cut her so that you know it could slide out like it's not like it's a baby you can't do a C-section and pop him out the other way like how did they get I want to know you see man I gotta go do some research because I want to know how they got his head out I just don't get it Ooh, man that is funny it's like yeah, yeah like I said like I bring up the pap smear stirrups right and you kind of put your feet up. And this and look and listen. No, hold on. Wait, wait a second. Because I'm sure we'll run into some type of pressure. So what we'll do is I'll lube up. I'll lube up my head and shoulders just in case. And then I'll just run full speed from one end of the stage to the other. You mean see anything that looks like syrup? <laughs> the show's not because we're just gonna fight. That's all. The, oh, that's the only thing that's gonna happen. Let me even see anything that resembles stirrups, and there's gonna be a fight. Trust me. That's the only thing that's gonna happen in that space. Listen to me, man. Come, let's end. Let's end this session. Come, I'm not even. All right, I'll, I'll keep working her, people. I'll get her to, to <laughs> agree by July 27th. But no, 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 no. Come, wheel that back. Wheel it back. Wheel it back. There's no working on nothing. Listen to me. Listen to me. <laughs> don't make me and you have things, please. Please don't. I'm trying to get us to have things. This is an intimate connection that we we will not ever share with no, anyone else. No, no, no. You see, like how pegging is never going to be on the table. This bullshit, that's not <laughs> nobody's table. No stirrups, no lube, no running from across the fucking room. None of them blood clotting not up in. Uh, them not up in. <sighs> you guys can send any 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 emails to try to convince AJ to love lust and badass soul at yahoo.com. Uh make sure you send all those emails because we need to make this happen. My address for now. We're, we're using the kind of oh no. Oh man, that is hilarious. AJ, so the beautiful people where they can find us. Let's go home. You can't email us. <laughs> and- <laughs>
that encourages AJ to allow CJ to run at any kind of lightning speed to push up nothing in there. But if you want to email us any questions, concerns, scenarios, anything that you would like for us to table, you can email us at lovelust and BAS, all one word, at yahoo.com. You can find us on our social media at lovelust and BAS on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can listen to our episodes on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, Anchor, and Google Play. Please feel free to leave us a review on our iTunes. We'd be happy to receive it and even more elated to read them out. You can find me on my social media. I'm on Instagram at that badass Badass Jones under you see you have me all not even remembering what the, the, who the hell. <laughs> oh, my waves would be on point after after that. Could you imagine how like good my waves no. would look after after getting some of those good juices on it? Absolutely not. I'm not listening to you. <laughs> I'm not listening to you. Badass underscore Jones <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> I really dislike you right now. And that Jones AJ one on Twitter. I'm not giving you the phone number, and CJ's not giving you the phone number because you're not calling to encourage no breed of fuckery. Nobody's allowed to call <laughs> about nothing and don't ask me nothing. Oh man, that is so funny. And you can follow me at CEO Hayes. That's C E O H A I Z E. And this week you can find me hopefully um inside of AJ Badass Jones uterus head first. So that's it. I will kill <laughs> you. <laughs> This has been the best adult podcast around. We love each and every one of our beautiful lusties. All jokes aside, like it was really humbling to start off with those uh, iTunes reviews, and we really, really do love you and appreciate them. Keep them coming. We hope. I know it's it's we're, we're at like thirty five, I think now. If we can get to a hundred iTunes reviews by the end of twenty nineteen, we may do a giveaway. Oh, we definitely have the number of listeners. I don't know why you mother. No, I'm just playing. Just please leave an iTunes review. We really do appreciate it. Because you know what, it's it's something that we never really talk about or or really encourage. And I know that people listen to us like on um, different platforms. But even if you listen to us like on Spotify, you can still go into iTunes and write a review. Yeah, you don't need an Apple device to get an iTunes account and leave a review. Um, but also, if for some reason like so you just swear away Apple products, you can always write in an email and a review, and we'll we'll read it online as well. So um, go and try to do that. Oh. And to plug, uh, July 27th, live in Atlanta, uh, the second leg of our Love, Lust, and Badass Soul Tour, Cool and Deadly, Unadulterated Fuckery 4.0. The tickets are live. You know, we want to thank our fabulous sponsors, uh, Erotic Boudoir, who is an ongoing sponsor of LLBAS, but she is also one of our main sponsors for the event. We have Vodkila, who's returning uh, with us, that they've created two signature drinks. The Red Bearded Assassin and Murder Pussy. So you definitely have to come out and have samples of those. Um, this time around, we have Trap and Healthy Juices, um, which is a natural juice blend product. And company, they're sponsoring us. We have Vichy Cares, which does a natural skincare line and lingerie. Um, Royal Condom, uh, they have also sponsored us. So we're going to have some giveaways from them for the swag bags, condoms, and lube. And then we also have a phenomenal artist out of Atlanta, an Atlanta-based um what do they call them? Atelians, uh, an Atlanta-based um, artist, uh, Gerard Art. He is going to be there as well, selling some of his amazing paintings and his nudes. And we're also going to have some giveaways from him of a couple of prints. And yeah, that's us in a nutshell. So get your tickets. The early bird sale ends March uh, May 31st, and then regular price is going to go up until just before the show. So definitely grab your tickets while they're hot. 
Exactly. You got 10 days left to get these tickets at the early bird special. Don't ask for no discounts. Don't DM me and AJ asking if we can get you a hookup. <laughs> it's none of that shit. And if you wait for them at the door, I can guarantee, I can pretty much guarantee with this show, if you wait to try to buy tickets at the door, you're not getting it. Okay. So. And it's a pajama and lingerie theme. So. Yeah. It's going to be hot and sexy. Yes, it is. Very hot and, and sexy. We might do a demo, but no head in the pussy demo. Not that one. Running from across the stage, you guys can find me. <laughs> That's it. Let's go ahead and go before I piss AJ off. Good night, people. We love you guys. Come on, AJ. Let me just stick the head in. What? You hear that? That is a whole new. Oh, I'm about to die. Think about taking a couple laps. I just wanna dive in. Yeah, dive in. Yeah, splash. <sighs> Baby girl, that true waterfall, feel it coming down on me, so crazy. Yeah, <sighs> girl, I love the way your body talk. Come a little closer, just like that. Keep on talking, girl, you got me wanting to go deeper than you'll ever know. Baby girl, hold your breath. We about to get so wet, swimming. 